0: We're back with another episode of Journey to the Hoop on the PSB Podcast. For this episode, my guest is Todd Withers, a 6'8 wing player from Division II Queens University in Charlotte, North Carolina, who was ranked number one this season for a few weeks. Todd just finished his senior season where he was named All-Conference, All-Tournament, and All-Region. He recently had pre-draft workouts with NBA teams, the Charlotte Hornets, oklahoma city thunder sacramento kings and the brooklyn nets currently todd is deciding where to play professionally but he recently sat down with me to discuss his journey once again we had some technical difficulties the sound quality is not the greatest but i think the interview is too valuable to trash because todd's story could help a lot of players and parents who think that division one is the only route to professional basketball so without further ado here's my interview with todd withers Todd welcome to the show man thanks for having me hey uh, let's start off uh, basically how I start off with with uh, all the guests on this show where did you grow up
1: and what was your first basketball memory Um, grew up in Greensboro North Carolina Uh, first basketball memory actually wasn't the best Uh, I started playing basketball ninth grade at uh, Northeast Guilford with Curtis Hunter and uh, my first time actually playing I made it through tryouts and then literally the first day of practice, I started crying and walked out the gym. How, so how old are you? Um, I think I was about 15, 15, 16, but uh, yeah, I walked out the gym, I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And then
0: I remember the coach. Wait, wait, so you're saying you started playing basketball when you were 15 or 16 years
1: old? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why, why so late? Um, I really wasn't into basketball like that actually. Um, I was more of a baseball football guy uh, didn't really have an interest for basketball like that yeah but uh, what ins-
0: what you were you said you were baseball and football mm-hmm. oh what what, uh, what were you better at
1: better at baseball baseball was my first sport really yeah oh, what position Well I was all around but uh, I was really really good pitcher yeah
0: so what made you uh, what made you switch over to basketball uh, Well, all
1: my friends were playing basketball, and uh, it just looked like it was fun. I mean, really didn't know what to do, like the rules or anything like that. But, I mean, uh, I had heard a lot about it, especially from my granddad. My granddad's a big basketball fan. So, um, you know, everybody kept trying to push me to get out there, so I tried it. And, you know, at that first day, you know, everything went crazy. Uh, I came back after that started to like it a lot.
0: And you were 15 or 16, you said? Where, so what year in high school?
1: Well, freshman year, my freshman year, well, ninth grade year, I, I made the team, but I didn't really play. Yeah. So technically sophomore year or like 10th grade year, when I actually started playing a lot, or I like started playing, I was on JV, and I got moved up to varsity like, like midway. And uh, since then, I liked it, and I just kept with it.
0: Uh, who, who, I mean, who, who, I mean, who taught you when, when you were a ninth grader, or tenth? Th- I mean, did, did you ever play like just casually for fun, uh, growing up at all, or, or what? I mean, are you talking about like brand new when you were ninth
1: grade, like you didn't know how to shoot a basketball, um, like none of that? I'd get out there with some of the guys in the neighborhood and try, but uh, I wouldn't shoot it. I just try to lay the ball with my right hand. I couldn't dribble. Couldn't do a left-hand layup, so it was a lot. It was new to me, really, to be honest with you.
0: Really. So, so, so who, who was the coach or, or trainer when you were, you know, in the, at that ninth, tenth grade level? Who kind of taught you the game and brought and brought you on?
1: Um, it was this dude named Brian Brooks, um, who was assistant to Coach Hunter. He was actually a JV coach. Uh, he's the reason I kind of like stayed with it, and then like Coach Hunter really really kept me into it like after I you know he, he started talking to me a lot more I see him around like walking in school and stuff like that and he'd tell me you know you could really be good at this and you know a lot of pep talks and stuff like that really kept me into it and then like I said my friends were playing so it kept me in there too.
0: So what um I mean when did you start thinking to yourself man I, I could maybe play at
1: the college level? To be honest with you I probably didn't start thinking that till my 12th grade year senior year because uh, uh i really w- like i was playing but i wasn't really like actually into it into it like i mean i was wanted to try all these other sports and try to you know take advantage of what i can do in high school but uh once i narrowed it down to one sport i went from like tennis i went from tennis to track to baseball to football to basketball and well, wh- down.
0: Wh- what ended up making you pick, up pick basketball over those sports if you were at least an initially better at baseball and, and, and track and that sort of stuff like wh- why did you end up picking
1: basketball well I started getting kind of tall <laughs> and for baseball I mean I just didn't think there were too many tall guys who were out there playing baseball yeah that's true how tall are you 6'8 yeah 6'8 six, eight. Six, eight. So okay. I was like let me use my hype for something so yeah I was like, let me actually start you know start doing this and like i started watching basketball a lot more and started liking certain players i was like yeah i want to do this and do that so
0: yeah I so, stuck with it. so when did your college recruiting kind of start was it not till your 12th grade year since yeah. you started playing so late and yeah. okay and, and and what did that look like was it all division 2s did you have any division 1s did you you know nais i mean like who, who do you mm-hmm. know who what
1: were any other schools besides Queens recruiting you? To be honest with you, no. 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 Um, Queens was the only school that actually, like, contacted me and would we'll come to games. Um, actually, they the first time they came, they weren't there for me, actually. Uh, they were there for a guy on my conference named Junior Robinson. Um, and I guess they liked something that I did, you know, that game because me and him went, like, who was it, Coach Leonard or Coach Lundy, or Coach both? Lundy, Coach Lundy, both, actually, yeah. Um, and they were looking at him. Didn't I guess they said they see me in the front of the press trying to guard him. And then, you know, he's probably one of the smaller guys on the court. So they see me trying to get out there and guard him, try to stop him from scoring. They was like, okay, maybe he has something. And then, you yeah. know, it just stuck with me.
0: S- so they liked your kind of your length, your mm-hmm. athleticism. Yeah. Okay. The, the energy, I guess, you played with. Yeah. Okay. And so um, when did they start recruiting? I mean, it was, I guess, winter of your 12th grade year, if, yeah. if it was basketball season of, yep. o- of your 12th grade year? Yeah, right
1: after the Christmas tournament in December.
0: And had you thought about um, what you might do for college if you didn't end up with, with, with any basketball options? Were you going to go try to walk on? Were you going to do an extra year somewhere? I mean, did you have any,
1: any thoughts on that? No. Honest with you, if I would to play basketball, I probably would have been in the military somewhere, yeah. something like that. But uh, I didn't think any of it was probably gonna be real until like they came to another game. Then they came to my second game and they were like, I was like, okay, maybe this can work out, maybe something can happen with this, so. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so you, you ended up going to Queens, was that your only option? Yeah, I mean, not a bad option at all, uh, yeah, yeah. Great school, obviously, great program, great coaches, all that. Um, so you got the Queens, and uh, and just for people listening out there, um, uh, he just finished up his his senior year, um, had a really really good four years, um, and and is is now um, he's going to play pro somewhere, and then and and we'll get into all that, but. When you got to campus uh, at Queens and then got into your first workouts and practices and things like that, what do you remember about those times? How, how,
1: did, how did you do? Uh, I struggled, I'm not going to lie. Uh, to be at Queens you have to be in a, a different type of shape. You have to be able to have a crazy mindset. Uh, they really, really push you. I remember my first workout I threw up. Uh, they just told me to get back, get back on the line after I threw up, and just keep running. And um, you know, they didn't hold anything back. Um, they pushed my mental stability. Yeah. To be as did high as possible. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever think about quitting? Oh yeah, all yeah. the time. All the time. <laughs> Especially my freshman year. My freshman year, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. And, um, came back sophomore year, I was in a lot better shape, so I was like, okay, I can, I can do it. I can maintain. But freshman year, I was like. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, did, did you play at all your freshman year? Um, I played a little bit. I, um, I started playing a lot more. Um, probably like 10 games in, I started playing a lot more. I got my first chance to get in. I think I dunked on somebody, and the coach was like, okay, now we see you want to play. So they started uh, putting me in a lot more things and practices. I started going with the starters um, with, like, different drills and stuff like that. So I was like, I mean, they started giving me a chance right after that.
0: Yeah, so, so so your freshman year, what what did uh, when w- was there a time when everything started clicking, or, or, or you felt like everything started clicking, like okay, I I I'm I'm kind of getting the hang of this thing and think I could be a really good player. Um, the
1: summer of my sophomore year is when things like really started clicking with me. Uh, we had a pretty veteran team. Um, those guys trusted me. The coaches trusted me. And it's like I had a lot more leeway to to better myself and to know, you know, to to get better as a player. Um, It wasn't really anything holding me back as far as like, you know, pushing myself. So I tried to push myself to a different limit than what I was already at. Yeah. They just helped me with it. So it it definitely helped out.
0: And I guess you were having some success by then. How many points did you average your freshman year? Think. Yeah, like five. Yeah. What about your sophomore year? Sophomore year, I think I went to like ten. Ten, yeah. okay. And I mean, you guys had that was a couple years back. You guys had a really good team then as well, yeah, right? Really I mean, good team. What, d- was this past season, your senior year, the best team you guys have had, or?
1: Uh, in my eyes, yes. Coach might think something different, but I think so. Okay. Um, just because of how we clicked as a team, like, we didn't have any like any off the court issues. We didn't have any anything. Well we all had the same mindset, the same goal. So uh, I feel like we just clicked a lot better and we all played for each other.
0: Yeah, your junior year, how many points did you you average? I think I was around Thirteen. Thirteen. Wh- what about rebound wise? What rebound re- wise, wh- I was like at six. Okay. Six, or so, uh, six, five or six. Thirteen and six, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past season, you guys, you guys were ranked number one for a while, yeah. right? Uh, in, in Division Two. How many weeks do you do you remember how, how long you were ranked number one? Uh,
1: I think it was only like a week or so. Um, but I mean, that week went by slow for us. Yeah. You know, being number one was really really big. Uh, yeah. We should have held it a lot longer than what we did, but um, you know, things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so
0: your your senior year, um, I guess, is probably I, I imagine when, um, when 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 did you start thinking during those f- these last four years that like, hey, I, I might be able to play pro after this. I might be able to make a little money from 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 basketball one day. You know, when when did you start thinking about
1: that or, or having those, those thoughts? Um, my junior year, um, I started thinking that. I remember I sat down because every year, at the end of the year after the season, after the uh, postseason workouts, the coaches and the players will have like a sit down talk about you know, what we have in store for like next, week, next year and stuff like that. And I remember sitting in Coach Lundy's office with Coach Grant and Coach Lundy and some of the assistant coaches and saying that you know, I want to be on your wall because he has a wall pictures of all the pros and uh, players that he's coached and stuff like that and I said I want to be on the wall he was like well you have a good chance to be I was like well I'm not going to stop until you know I am a pro somewhere and I was like I want to be able to take a picture with y'all and wall." and uh, that my junior year I was like you know I'm not going to stop until semi-pro like yeah it's like I want to be a pro somehow
0: yeah so so when you kind of made that decision um did you kind of increase your workouts or did you commit a little bit more to it and 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 if so like what did those what did you what does your workout schedule look like
1: um right now I work out maybe to be honest with you three times a day um I get up and run every morning um I'll come and do a shoot workout with G I'll lift play when I was pick up or I'll play like King of Court with some of those guys or I'll play some type of, uh, of game with the guys who are on campus or some of the other guys who are about to go pro will come play in the gym and get shots up and stuff like that. So about three, three, four times a day um, versus when I was a sophomore, junior, I was only in there maybe twice. Yeah. So um, I've increased my workload a lot.
0: Yeah. Working on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know that's one thing uh, a lot of parents and players don't understand is the amount of time you've got to put in, and like you got a high-level player like yourself putting in three workouts a day, sometimes four, you know, three to five hours per day, every day. <laughs> they don't quite understand the the level of commitment it, it, it takes, man. Um, so your senior year, what 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 did you uh, what did you average about? Fif- 14, 15 yeah, points 14, a game? 18,
1: about eight rebounds a
0: game. Okay. And then uh, you were, you had such a good year that, and then and, and to be clear, on Queens no one averaged a ton of points. You know, were, were you the leading scorer? Or was yeah. there Okay, you were the leading scorer at 14, 15 a game or so. Um, and then you got invited to uh, to some NBA pre-draft workouts for, for some teams, correct? Yeah. Uh, what, what teams did you work out for? Um, Sacramento,
1: Brooklyn. Sacramento, Brooklyn, the Hornets, OKC, and Denver.
0: Uh, what, was the, uh, what was the
1: hardest one? The hardest was probably Oklahoma. Uh, Why? It really, really challenged your, your uh, athleticism. Uh, I wasn't used to jumping as much as I had to do in that workout. And, you know, you had to be in really, really, really good shape. Like all the other workouts were really, really good. Like they really helped me. You know, they, they tested me. My, with my conditioning, but Oklahoma, they did conditioning and athleticism, so I was burnt out, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, how, how long was the workout? Uh, about 45 minutes at yeah. the most, 45, 50 minutes, um, but it's really, really, really intense, like it's drilled back to back to back to back to back. No
0: breaks, no breaks. just keep going yeah. and just full speed.
1: Full speed, everything, you can't walk to a drill. You know they'll have some waters out there on the side you can grab a little bit of water before you go out and do the next thing but uh, you know you got to keep your intensity up keep talking uh be really really vocal It uh, really test all that
0: yeah who Who was the best player you worked out with
1: hmm. um best player i worked out with or one of them i'll probably say uh Tyler Davis from Texas A&M was really 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 good, and then uh, Thomas Welsh from UCLA. Yeah, I worked out with him in Denver. He's he's a really 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 good player as well.
0: Yeah, what um, which workout did you play the best in? Did you have the best performance? Um, I think the Denver
1: workout was my best performance.
0: Why was that? Ah, couldn't miss that day. Uh, really you made a, really a lot of shots. Yeah. I had a really,
1: really Shoot well in transition in the half court um, three on three. I shot well. Um, really, really got down and defended. Um, I had to get used to the altitude. But,
0: uh, yeah, that's tough. I'm I'm actually from Denver and uh, that's that. Yeah, that's not a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. So so I know at these NBA workouts that they give you feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, what what feedback did you get in, in terms of like hey these are really great skills for the NBA. These really translate, but you need to work on this, this, and this. Like, yeah, what did that feedback look like? Most of it was
1: really me me, and my conditioning, me being able to get down and guard somebody, not just for, you know, the first half, but being able to guard somebody the whole game, being able to outwork the guys who already have the upper hand on me, like guys who are in D1 and, uh, you know, first-round picks, stuff like that. I had to be able to, you know, outshine them or, like, be able to show coaches something that they're not seeing already. So, you know, me being 6'8", and me getting down guarding a six-foot dude or a 6'3", 6'4", guy who can handle the ball is big to them. But also, I had to be able to do that the whole game. So, um, a lot of the stuff that they were saying I need to work on was being able to guard a whole game, uh, running the floor as fast as I can, not having any letdown as far as like my intensity, my, my uh, the way I'm talking, my me being vocal. Um, that was pretty, pretty much the only like feedback or like criticism that was given to me. Other than that, was like just keep shooting, keep making shots.
0: Yeah, do, do 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 they kind of envision you as like a three and D guy, where where you're gonna make threes and you're you know six eight long and you're gonna defend. Um, yeah, you're, you're you're seems like you're the prototypical kind of 323 man in in those situations. So what um so the the draft came and went. You didn't get drafted. Um which is, you know, it's 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 not a big deal cuz plenty of guys make it um who who don't get drafted. So once that happened um you know, where was your mind at or like what's next for you?
1: Um once the draft happened, there was a little period like maybe like two days afterwards where it hit me, and I was like, dang, I didn't get drafted. But um, since being at Queens, to be honest with you, I, my mindset has changed. Like, you know, I, I wasn't sad or anything like that. I, you know, I knew I would get a chance to do, to be a pro somewhere. So um, I didn't let that stop me, you know.
0: I know the coaches in
1: them and my family plenty of players who were in high D1s who didn't get drafted. So, you know, it didn't bother me at all. Um, just made me work harder. It made me think about, you know, made me think about what I had to gain. Like, nothing was ever given to me. So, you know, why not go out there and work for it and take it instead of, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and you know, stuff like that. Just like kids who don't get D1 offers, you know, you can let that stop you and make you sad, or you can just work harder and beat those same D1s that you would play in D2. Like, yeah. Queens is a D1 program in my eyes.
0: Yeah, so. yeah my, good, uh, my good friend Paul Biancardi has a saying that I love that he says to kids and parents, and I say to kids and parents, is, is that the market will sort you out. Yeah. If you're a D1 player, like, the market's gonna tell you that. You're gonna have D, D1 offers. And then, you know, every once in a while, there's some kids that slip to D2 or whatever. If you're a D2 player, the market's going to tell you that. You're going to have D2 coaches beating down your door. If you're D3, same thing. But the same thing's like th- that, that's how it is at, pr- at the pro level too. Like the market's going to sort you out. If you're good enough to be a pro, like you'll <laughs> – it, yeah, it, it, it'll happen for you. you know, it's, it's not like you can't just start blaming it on everyone else. But that, that's, a, that's a great mindset to have. And if you're an NBA player, you're going to become an NBA player. I mean they're going go to they, – they want the best possible players that they can get. They don't care if it's D2, D1. Mm. International, whatever. Um, so, are you just kind of playing a waiting game right now, where you're fielding offers from overseas teams, from NBA teams, maybe for training camps and things like that? Um, are, are are you just kind of are you just kind of kicking back and not relaxing? I mean, you're working out, you're staying in shape, you're doing all that stuff, but you're just playing a bit of a waiting game now to see what offers
1: come in. Yeah, just just waiting right now. Um, workout load is still the same. You know, I'm still. Still working my butt off, but uh, just playing it by ear, you know. Sometime I'll be somewhere, I'll be doing something as far as basketball-wise, and that'll be what I have to worry about. But right now, um, just focusing on my working out, my development, stuff like that. So whenever I do get that call, I'll be ready.
0: Yeah, if the the NBA doesn't work out for year one, do you have an interest in in the g league or in the overseas or do do you have a preference on which one it is or are you just kind of kind of weigh them as they come
1: kind of them as they come um, i I really don't you know I really don't know everything as far as like either the g league or the or overseas but um if I had a choice, I would definitely pick the g league just to work on my body and be able to be close to those n b a teams be close to those organizations and stuff like that but you know, if it does come to me going overseas, I'm gonna go for it. You know, and I'm gonna play my hardest, and hopefully somebody else sees me, or you know, hopefully I make a living over there, and you know, it goes good. But uh, right now, I'm just playing it by ear, going with you know, whatever my is talking about, my coaches and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, hey, well, thanks, man. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, you're so young. We don't, you know, we don't have we don't have a ton to talk about, but. <laughs> But I want to try to get a recap, man, in maybe a year, and and we'll we'll talk about year one or something like that. But, Todd, appreciate you coming on, man, and and good luck with everything. And, uh, yeah, we we just wish you the best of luck. Thank you. All right, man.